Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we started a look at the top 20 worldwide fitness trends for 2022 as compiled by the American College of Sports Medicine. We started at number 20 and made it all the way up to number 12. So if that interests you, you should go back and listen to last week's version. This week, we're going to start at number 11 and continue our path up the list. And it is fitness programs for older adults. And the reason this is important is according to the Surgeon General, by age 75, About one in three men and one in two women engage in zero physical activity. And the benefits of physical activity are pretty incredible. Um, In gerontology, they took 83 frail adults between ages of 61 and 89, and they put them into a three times a week, 12-week exercise program, And it improved their physical, their mental state, and also their quality of life. So that's pretty good for just 12 weeks. According to the Journal of American Medical Association, a resistance training program, even one year after the training was finished, showed a 15% improvement in cognitive uh, and significantly lower Healthcare costs. So some of these things, it's not just your physical well-being, it's your financial well-being. One more from the Journal of the American Medical Association. Now this was four 10-week blocks of exercise. It reduced the fracture risk from falls by 50%. It increased the bone mineral density and lowered your risk of any cardiovascular disease or event. So these are some pretty significant reasons to participate in an exercise program. Now, I am going to throw in here that it says for older adults, I would like to point out that just about everyone listening to this is older than somebody else. So I I think that it's never too early to get started making exercise a habit and making physical activity a habit and start gaining some of these benefits earlier instead of later in life. Now, as far as exercise programs, it can be something as simple as a few people deciding they want to get together and take a walk at the park. It can be more of an organized program. Um, Check with your local uh, fitness centers. A lot of them have no-cost or very low-cost senior exercise classes available. Some churches offer exercise classes for seniors. Probably the best way to do it is... Talk to some of your friends uh, that you would like to exercise with. Find somebody that's going to a class and go go to the class with them and join up. That will also give you the accountability factor so that you'll keep going. That was number 11. Number 10 is health and wellness coaching. And although they're not exactly the same, I am going to bump it up and combine it with number six, personal training, because there's a lot of similarity there. Number nine, online and on-demand exercise classes, especially since our wonderful little pandemic, these have really skyrocketed, and I've done several of my exercise classes online during the heart of the pandemic while we are under lockdown, and uh, was glad to be able to offer them, and you can really get a lot from your online exercise classes. 
Some of the best things about him is you can find an instructor somewhere that you really click with and you can find a style of exercise that you really click with that might not have been available in your particular area. They range in price from much less than a gym membership to much more than a gym membership. You just have to find something that's in your price range that you like. Um, the only negative is they're not personalized and nobody's there actually watching you to make sure that you're not doing something that could hurt yourself. So you have to be pretty good at knowing what you can do and being able to self-police. But another advantage is because you've got people from all over the country, uh, all over the world, actually, that are participating in these classes. Um, some of the leaderboards make it really good to help give you motivation to perform during these classes. So if you've never tried that before, uh, an online exercise class, and that seems like something that you'd want to do to spice up your exercise routine, um, just go online. Almost all of them offer you a free trial period. So check it out and see if it will help make your fitness a little funner. Number eight is body weight training. Now, a, a lot of people are hesitant to go to the gym right now. And even if you can find the stuff to purchase, um, it, you really don't want to buy all the stuff for a home gym yet. So you think, well, that leaves me out for being able to work out. You don't have to buy a lot of expensive equipment. You actually weigh something. So you can use that for your resistance training. There are tremendous, tremendous variety of body weight exercises that you can do. Another great thing is you always have that body weight with you. So like while you're waiting on your coffee to warm in the microwave, you can do body weight squats. And these body weight exercises, they can range from as simple as a squat or a wall push up that are not ridiculously demanding to some that um, you look at them on the YouTube videos and go, wow, I don't see how any human being can do that. And one of the other great benefits to this is it's free. Now, as always, I like to recommend that you get some training in how to do this from a trusted source, someone who actually knows what they're doing to prevent the risk uh, or to lessen the risk of injury, because even just doing body weight exercises, there is the chance that you can injure yourself. But this is a very good way to get in a quick workout no matter where you are. Number seven, HIIT or high intensity interval training. For quite some time, most of us thought that if you were going to get in shape, you had to take a long period of time and do these really long exercise classes or go for a long run. And this is called steady state endurance training. And that was the gold standard in exercise. Well, some people started uh, kind of rocking the boat and seeing if, could I get the same benefit in a shorter amount of time? And so what they started doing was really high intensity and it's really hard to keep up really high intensity for a long time. So they do high intensity for a short period of time, rest a minute or two, do it again, rest a minute or two, and realize that by increasing the intensity and really decreasing the amount of time that you spend on it, you could get basically the same benefits. And I, just before this, I read a long study, and the bottom line was, you can get just about the exact same, some better, some worse, but really close to the same amount of benefits overall um, by high-intensity interval training as you can get by doing the long, steady-state cardio training. Now, the first and probably biggest drawback to this is it's high-intensity. It's a, it's a pretty serious, hard workout, and you may be sore right after that. The biggest plus to it is you can get 
two and a half hours worth of workout done in 30 minutes. Another good thing, these can be done in any style. You could do it as weightlifting style. You can do it body weight training style. You can do it running. You can do it biking. Whatever you want to do, you can incorporate the high intensity. Uh, you probably ought to do this in a group setting, especially to start with, just because it is a higher intensity than you're used to. Another thing is people say, well, God, I'm really, really out of shape. I can't do high intensity interval training. You know, your high intensity interval and my high intensity interval may be different, but to you or to me, it's still high intensity. So if you're kind of pressed for time, high intensity interval training is a tremendous way to get in your workout and get the health benefits without having to spend the hours and hours of longer training. Now, this is going to kind of give a little teaser into the next one, but if you're going to do a high-intensity interval class, I strongly recommend that you find a certified fitness professional that knows what they're doing to help you at least to start with, just so you can realize what how the program should be set up and, and know the parameters, know how hard you should be working um, so you don't overdo it because there is the chance of... Um, being overly strenuous at a high intensity interval class. So I really strongly recommend that you um, start out at least under the eye of a certified fitness professional. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. I really hope that these four fitness trends for 2022 will help you to make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner. <laughs>